Hey everybody, this is Jay Evans, and you are listening to the Jay Evans Thoughtcast. On this podcast, our favorite question is, have you ever thought about, if you consider yourself a lifelong learner, Christian thinker, or just a five on the Enneagram, this is the show for you. We hold on to our ideas loosely and aren't afraid to talk about anything. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you are listening to this. Hope that you are doing well. Hope that you've been having a great week. Happy Tuesday or Wednesday, Thursday. Point is, you're listening to this, and I am grateful. Today's episode is called Labeling Ourselves and Others. You have this idea in your head of what you think you're like in positive and negative ways. There is more power in what you say, think about yourself, and what you say about or over others than you might think. There's power in our words. As my wife and I were approaching 2019, I told her that I wanted to try cooking more. Uh, My experience with cooking at that point was pretty much the ability to make really good scrambled eggs or a mean bowl of cereal. (laughs) And so I told her this and she replied, well, you know food well enough. I definitely think that's something you could do. And in that moment, I knew that Kaylee believed in me. And it wasn't until she told me that that I really believed I could do it. And ever since then, I've tried my hand at making a lot of things. Most have turned out well. Some have just not. And I, every, every time I cook, I tell Kaylee how grateful I am that she believed in me and and expressed that belief in me because it convinced me that I could do something. I had a friend growing up who grew up with verbally abusive parents. He grew up hearing every day about how stupid and selfish he was And every time I was around him, I heard about it. I heard his dad tell him that he ran his mouth so much he wished someone would knock his teeth out of his mouth. So my friend and I hit a rough patch once and I was expressing my frustration to my dad about just how negative my friend was. He was always putting me down and nothing you ever did was good enough. And my dad said something to me that I'll never forget. He said, he's grown up his whole life hearing how stupid and worthless he is. How in the world would he know how to encourage someone when he's never been encouraged? Our self-image needs to be biblical, and that can be challenging because we live in a selfish world while we are called to live selfless lives. And even talking about self-image can be dangerous because we don't want to take the Bible, we don't want to take God and make the Bible or him all about us, all about God making us better, all about becoming new and improved and all about becoming great and blessed and making the Bible really a book. And this is kind of using a phrase mother use, but we don't want to make the Bible. That's just God's love letter to us. I think there's, there's, there's a way to look at it that way. But I don't think at the end of the day, that's entirely what the Bible is. But I think in order to be a blessing to others, in order to speak over and into others' lives, we need to have a biblical or a healthy self-image. We are children of God. We are part of his family. He has taken us in. John 1.12 our old selves have been crucified with Christ. I am, I'm no longer a slave to sin. That's taken from Romans 6, 6, paraphrased. I'm not my own. I've been bought with a price, paraphrased from 1 Corinthians 16, 20. These are things that should fill our minds. 
not what others say about us, not what we say about us, not what the internet says about us, not about what the world says about us. Our self-image comes from God. And we lean into that. At the end of the day, the person that has the utmost impact on our lives is God. I always joke with some of my friends that my my mom says that I'm handsome. And so there's nothing you can say negatively towards me that's going to bring me down. And a helpful tool I found when it comes to self-image is the Enneagram. I was skeptical about the Enneagram. It seemed like it was just the trendy thing. And typically the latest thing just makes me sick to my stomach. But one day I was scrolling down my podcast feed and I saw Don Miller had an episode called How the Enneagram Helps You Be a Better Leader. And I thought, wait a minute, this is no longer hipster lingo, but it seems like something that can really have an impact on my life. So I'm listening to all nine numbers on the Enneagram, which are the nine different types of people. Then they get to number five, and I'm hearing about all of the characteristics, and I felt violated. Partly because these are always things I suspected of myself, but there are also things they're saying about me that I didn't even realize about, but now have been brought to light. And I'll, I'll never forget telling my wife, like, I never realized this about myself. One of the things with fives is they're, they're prone to be greedy, greedy with their time, their energy, and their resources. And, and because of what I've learned from the Enneagram, I catch myself sometimes saying, you know, Jay, you're being selfish with your time and with your energy. Sometimes I will avoid being around other people just because I feel like there might be a possibility that they could be draining or just make me tired. And as somebody that, that tends to be introverted, I really just try to avoid any gatherings like the plague. But I do catch myself sometimes just saying, you know what, Jay, right now you're just being greedy. And as as far as labeling people goes, sometimes we love to attach the label to ourselves simply just off of things that we struggle with. And I've made a point in other podcasts that I do not say I am depressed. I made an episode about, you know, depression. I called it how I, I don't remember the exact name for it, but basically I tell people I'm not depressed. I wrestle with depression. Some days it wins. Some days I win. But each day is a new day. And and I've really caught myself saying, now I can't say that I'm an introvert because that's just kind of using a cop out. What I want to say is I can tend to be introverted, but I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be a hermit or somebody that just avoids social gatherings by the plague. And so it's something I try to conquer every day. But that's hard when I say, oh, I'm depressed and I'm an introvert. So those those are two phrases that I, I will not use to describe myself. And so I read this book on the Enneagram called The Road Back to You by Ian Morgan Cron. And I came to realize this is a book everyone needs to read because it's showing me things about myself I'd never even known about. It's showing me strengths and weaknesses that I have and I was completely oblivious to. And you could say it shined a bright light on these metaphorical cockroaches in my life. So we want to get we want to get to a place where we have a humble self image and it ceases to be humble when we are just constantly 
point looking towards our own self-image and and how am how am I doing? What am I like? How did I do? And 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 being introspective is a good thing. We need to be aware of why we're feeling things, why we think these thoughts. But I can't express this enough. When the majority of our thoughts are simply about ourselves, and I would I would take a guess and say that 95% of the thoughts we think each day are about ourselves. I can't remember who said the phrase, but somebody said, you would stop thinking what others thought about you if you realized how seldom they actually thought about you. Isn't that just mind-boggling? I know myself, throughout the day, I love me. I love thinking about me. I love talking about me. I love anything that has to do with me. But we can't speak positivity or speak blessings into people's lives if our focus is always on ourselves. So when we have a healthy biblical self-image, we can be a blessing to others because when it's when it's healthy and it's biblical and it's humble, it's not about us anymore. We can say, you know what? I'm spending time with the Lord. I'm walking with the Lord. I'm good. God, who do you want me to bless? This, this seems like mystical and, you know, kind of shallow to some people. But if, have you ever had somebody just say something positive that, about you that just lifted your spirits? Have you ever had somebody affirm you and it, it made your day? Do you realize you can make or break someone's day with just your words? We lay awake at night thinking about things people have said to us or have said about us. We can remember th- something that somebody said about us 10 years ago that wounded us. And, and those can be like scabs and we just pick them and pick them and pick them and we just won't let them go. And I say that to express the power that our words have over people's lives. And we can ignore that. There's power in what we say about others. And th- the game changer for this is how we view others. We love to label people with their faults. And we may not admit that, but it makes us feel better than them. And we love to feel better about ourselves. Don't be quick to label someone just because they made a mistake one time. If someone is rude to us one time, oh, they're just a jerk. And if someone gets upset over something seemingly trivial, oh, they're just being overly emotional. And somebody will wrong us one time, we will then label them and then avoid them. And that doesn't sound like Jesus. That doesn't sound like Jesus interacting with tax collectors and prostitutes. One of the stories that stuck out to me as I'm reading through the Old Testament was God interacting with Gideon. When when the angel of the Lord appears to Gideon, he says, The Lord is with you, valiant warrior. And we read that, and we can kind of glance over that, but Gideon is not a valiant warrior. Gideon has not done anything. He's threshing wheat in the wine press in order to hide it. From the Midianites, he is hiding. And he says, the Lord is with you, valiant warder. And Gideon goes on to make a mistake after mistake after mistake. And he's a coward. And the angel of the Lord says, the Lord is with you. And he calls him valiant warrior. Why? Because he's speaking into him who he can become. Bob Goff talks about talking to yourself in 10 years. You know, who who is Jay in 10 years? What is he, what is he like? Who is he becoming? 
And I mean, even I talked about Joey in the last podcast, but he told it, he told me about somebody that, that just pointed out that he had a gift for writing and it made Joey feel like that, that, that he could pursue writing and that could be something he could succeed at. Man, there's, there's power when we encourage someone, it it can be what makes or breaks someone. I remember growing up, I played the old game guitar hero, um, let me know if you remember Guitar Hero, but I could play every song on Guitar Hero at the hardest difficulty. And one of my brothers said to me, you know, Jay, if you would put this effort into the real guitar, you could actually be pretty decent. And I thought, huh, I wonder if that's true. And now, gosh, 12 years later, whatever, I'm playing music for a living with the guitar. There's power in what we say. But when it comes to labeling people and... and and it's really just mentally labeling them with their faults. Can you imagine if God treated us that way? I don't know about you, but I sin against God in a variety of ways each day. And at the end of every day, he looks at me and says, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. He doesn't go, hey, that's Jay. He's a liar. He's a gossiper. He's a murderer at heart. Because of what Jesus did on the cross for me, at the end of the day, I'm a born again child of God. And we can look at others and maybe they're not a born again child of God, but we can look at them and say, that is someone made in God's image. That is someone that God is going to chase down and show his grace to. This is someone that God wants me to be ridiculously loving towards because he's trying to reach them. God wants to see them saved. God wants to see them built up. God wants to see them discipled. His labels and our labels are entirely different. Make a habit of looking for something admirable on people. What if we set a reminder in our phone that told us to affirm a different person each day? Maybe that goes off at the at the middle of each day and we can go affirm one of our coworkers. Maybe that goes off at the end of each day and, and we can leave a comment on somebody's Facebook post or we can send a text message to a friend affirming them. I know that this is something I'm not always good at, but it's something I want to be better at. I want to be better at encouraging someone. I want to be better at speaking over people. When when I see them doing something saying, Hey, you really have a gift for this. I know for myself, I didn't pick up a camera until I was 19 years old because somebody said something about my pictures and said, Hey, Jay, you really have an eye for photography. 19 years old. It wasn't until I was 17 or 18 that somebody said, Jay, you have a gift for speaking. It wasn't until somebody said, you know, Jay, you should really start a podcast that I started podcasting. You never know what somebody could be waiting to hear. That's just going to set them down a course. My, my hope is that this podcast would be a blessing and would add value to whoever listens to it. And, and I'm starting it because somebody expressed belief in me. Somebody spoke into me and said, Jay, this is something you can do. And we tend to think that blessing someone is some weird mystical thing that happens, but it's, it's so much more simple than that. Have you ever met someone that was so kind You couldn't help but wonder what they were hiding. Then come to find out they're not hiding anything. They're just selfless and secure. And I don't know about you, but I want to be that kind of person. I want to be positive. I want to be a supporter. I want to be my wife's biggest fan. When my wife comes home discouraged, I want to encourage my wife. 
when my wife is down in the dumps about something, I want to make her laugh. I want to make her smile. I want to be her biggest fan. I want to cheer her on when she tries something new. When she comes to me with an idea, I want to say, Kaylee, you can do that and you should go after it. A hundred percent. I want to be a tremendous support system to my friends. When my friends are chasing after new ambitions, I want to say something positive to them. I want to encourage them. I want to say, this is something you can do. I can say, you know what? When I look at your skills, this is a way that you can add value to others. I want to be the best uncle I can be. I want to be actively involved in the lives of my nieces and nephews and encourage them and be a good example for them and be a good leader for them and and show them with my life what it looks like to live a godly lifestyle. I want to I want to look at what I want to be to them a man after God's own heart. Not for my own sake, not so they can look at me and say, "Oh, Uncle Jay, you're my hero." But so they can, but so my life can be an example for them and a life that points them towards following Jesus. I want to be the best brother I can be to my siblings. I want to be supportive. I want to be willing to help my siblings with whatever they need. I want to point them towards God. I want to be the best brother I can be. I want to be the best grandson I can be. In, in every area of my life, I want to add value to others. I want to speak positive things to them. I want to speak blessings into their life. I want to encourage them when, when, when they're, when they're down and discouraged, but none of these things are going to happen. If I keep wallowing in my self pity or constantly groaning over my faults, wondering, Oh, why am I the way I am? Godly self image is a selfless self image. May God help me to be more and more selfless each day. Thank you so much for listening to the Jay Evans Thoughtcast. One of the most helpful things you can do is subscribe and leave a review. Thanks again for listening.